0: You're listening to The Real Well Show with Kathy Fetke, the real estate investor's resource.
1: Hey, it's Kathy Fetke coming to you live from Tampa, Florida at our annual mastermind with the best turnkey providers across the country, all gathering in one place to learn from each other. And I've got one of them right here from Tampa joining us. Hey, David, what was the best thing you got out of this event?
2: I think um, spending time with real estate professionals who use best practice and learning their tips, tools, the things that work for them and things to avoid, and learning their customer service protocols, everything. It's it's just a wonderful opportunity to learn from experts.
1: And so specifically, what's one takeaway?
2: I think Dave's uh, seller marketing profile was absolutely amazing. His presentation was mind-blowing. It's an entire new element to anyone who's in this business. If they don't know that part of the business, they're going to find it harder to be in business. So his his presentation was just mind-blowing.
1: Finding inventory
2: it's all about finding inventory at the right price where you can deliver it uh, and do the right things to it so we don't have to uh, you know if we're overpaying for homes well then we don't get to do new roofs and new ACs and new floors, doors and baseboards so if we're paid the right price we get to do a full rehab and that's the kind of rehabs that we like to do
1: so finding inventory nationwide has been really difficult. In Tampa, everybody's here. I mean, how uh, how will you be able to put this into practice and find deals when everybody's chasing them?
2: Well, the reality is, is that when people say finding inventory has become difficult, the, the reality really is, is that people are always passing away, people are always selling, people are always getting divorced, people are always finding themselves with drug problems. So the bottom line is that there will always be churn and you just need to be there when the phone call comes and when the house gets distressed, we need to be at the forefront of that. There's always enough volume for the guys who are out there uh, actively searching for that volume. And uh, so, yep, inventory is tight, but there's a lot of deals still to be had.
1: So you and everybody else in this room, uh, you're finding properties that are great for long term rental and you guys fix them up to real wealth standards uh, and then sell them uh, as like a a rent ready rental uh, to investors who want cash flow. I think it's really important for somebody just looking for rental properties today to understand that things are changing or maybe they're not. I mean are are we can we expect the same cash flows, the same cap rates, the same neighborhoods or is it changing because there's so much demand now, so many people wanting rental properties?
2: It's very easy to look at real estate in a short term a narrow window and um, that's very naive there's, there's there's so many other inputs that make real estate investing uh, a viable um, proposition in that okay so we're paying a little bit more today but you know when we look back at that um, at that price point 20 30 years from now the extra five thousand um, dollars you know the extra basis point in uh, in your yield will pale in comparison to the overall 30-year performance of any piece of real estate. So if you are looking at just today's numbers, today's window, unfortunately, you're probably missing the big picture. The big picture is long-term investing. Uh, Inflation, um, tenants paying off your your mortgage and rental income itself, all of these things combine. Over a 30 year period, if you paid seven, seven, eight thousand dollars 8000 more and you got 0.02% less uh, yield at the time, it absolutely is an irrelevance.
1: I'm so glad you said that because back in, oh, I guess it was maybe 2012, at the bottom of the market, uh, a lot of the providers that we work with at Real Wealth Network, you know, a lot of the people that I would find to help us find properties for our members, they could not, they could not pay full price you know they they couldn't do it they had to get a discount and i would look at them and say you don't understand it's already discounted you know you're already getting a deal but hedge funds institutional investors wall street didn't see it that way they were happy to pay five thousand dollars ten thousand dollars more than 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 we were because they saw the long term now it's changed since then And people, you know, your properties aren't necessarily discounted unless you know how to find the discounted ones. And it sounds like you guys got some new tools and tips this weekend for doing that.
2: That's right. Like a a discounted property again is uh, is something that it's discounted for a reason. Most homes are discounted for a reason. So you have to ask yourself in 2009 and 2010 were you prepared to go out there and buy homes when everyone else was running away from them, when there was blood on the streets? Most people at that time were waiting for them to fall further. And the reality is, again, back to the long term picture. Discounted homes are discounted for a reason. Full-priced homes are full-priced for a reason. Um, I always say, you know, anyone who looks at Zillow or the MLS and looks at a, a full-priced home and they, you know, for one hundred forty thousand dollars, and then they see a home for seventy thousand dollars, say, well, you know, I see that there's a three-two. It's fifty thousand dollars less, and I can guarantee them that there's forty thousand dollars worth of renovations and ten thousand dollars worth of soft costs to be had. So discounts are very relative. Always buy with the long term uh, in mind, and if you're just chasing the cheap- Cheapest property on the street, you're gonna miss it. I met a lot of people in 2011, 2012, and prices started to creep up. And they're like, no, I'm not paying 70 for what I used to pay 54. These homes are now $155,000. They missed a the boat. Their uh, their stubbornness um, and their 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 uh, deal seeking um, radar actually got them into trouble in the end. They missed a the boat.
1: I think that's true for a lot of people. I mean, I had to tell our Pittsburgh guy, you know, he wouldn't buy a house that wasn't under five, wasn't at least 5,000 under asking price. And I was like, dude, I'll pay 5,000 over. Are you kidding? He was like, I can't like it hurt his heart to do that. But sure enough, prices went up so quickly that, I mean, there were 20, 30, 40,000 above that now.
2: That's right. Um, A lot of this discounting is ego driven and the reality is is what you want to accumulate and i say this to a lot of young investors and new investors i say get big quick your your job is not to own one or two homes that you got a screaming deal at your job is to own 20 30 40 homes that's going to change your life and you're not going to buy 20 30 40 homes at a massive discount go out buy them accumulate them put them together and uh, once you have an aggregated portfolio you're going to do well
1: awesome thank you All right, Scott. (laughs) Come on over. We're doing interviews. Oh, I love putting people on the spot. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so what I'm asking is, what's the greatest value you got from this mastermind?
0: I think the greatest value I got today was meeting with all these great developers in other cities that uh, you know where we share ideas and learn so much. uh, So much of what we do is on our own out in the field and. Being able to network all the, with all these guys and uh, sharing again the trials and tribulations is incredibly helpful, and the coaching you guys do is, is awesome. So, oh,
1: awesome. specifically, what's one thing you'll be able to take away that's going to benefit your business, which will then benefit uh, real estate, real real wealth network investors who hope to be able to acquire more cash flow property.
0: Absolutely, cash. Uh, not one thing. Probably twenty or thirty. You know, things from the tools you guys are using and supplying, the EOS, the strategic coach. I mean, I'll get heavily involved in all that. I see great value in it. And, you know, sometimes we're too busy making a living, you know, and working in our business, you know, not on it. And so this was a great weekend to kind of, again, so many great ideas that were shared even the last segment, you know, where we'll implement that immediately. It has huge value, you know? And so one little piece you take away from this makes a trip worthwhile, you know, so.
1: It was really cool to see how many of these turnkey providers are doing the EOS system because growing a business, I mean, it's one thing to be good. Uh Uh-oh, looks like we're starting. I'm getting kicked off. (laughs) Okay. Okay,
0: Tim Horvath is the best man ever.
1: Let's say something about Tim. Yeah, let's say something about Tim. He put this together. He's been really managing the teams, helping them grow. So like I was going to say, it's one thing to be good at what you do. You're great at finding homes and renovating them and getting tenants. But building a business is a whole nother beast, right? So to see all these different companies that are learning really how to build a sustainable business, it's been really impressive, don't you think?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Tim's a great guy. He uh, really connects everyone and, you know, helps share those ideas that we all learn from. And so uh, he's a really good guy. And uh, yeah, again, we're all here problem solving a lot of the issues we have in this co- complex business. And so Tim is really good about helping identify some of those uh, weaknesses and, and improving them and making it just a better model all the way around. So we, we love working with Tim. Tim is great.
1: Well, it's, it is just so cool because the way this started is, you know, we were looking around the country for the best deals, the best markets. and We find these different companies that were experts at doing that but they were you know everybody was kind of in their own silo and we're like why don't we bring people together because one team might have the best property management while the other one has the best acquisition process and you know and, and they could all share it's been amazing that you guys are really technically competitors but you're all sharing your secrets it's incredible
0: it is i mean being in these separate markets where we aren't really competing but we're in the same business i mean the learning curve is shaped by countless years because you learn so much so fastly with this group. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's great.
1: And we're going to have everybody gathering on Saturday to, um, any, any of our members who want to meet the different teams, you'll be able to do so in Tampa on Saturday. All right. Thanks. It looks like we're getting back to session. All right. Thanks. All right, I love to see the Cleveland Goddess here. <laughs> so, what is the biggest thing you your take away from uh, this mastermind? Oh my gosh, there's so much. How do I pick one
3: thing? I just everyone's openness in sharing their experience, um, from operations to deal flow, and of course, real wealth networks advisement. Um, yeah, there's so much. It's really hard to capture it in just a, just a couple of little tidbits.
1: Well, I really admire you because, you know, you and I, were both sort of in a man's world a little bit, and here you are, uh, one of 15 provide, well, there's two of you that are women-owned and operated turnkey businesses, and you're both here, and, um, you know, we're kind of outnumbered. It's really nice at events like this because there's no wait in the ladies' room, <laughs> <That's So true. laughs> but I've watched you go from working for a turnkey company to uh, that folded, and then you started your own and it's not easy. I mean, tell me what that's like to be dealing with contractors and uh, just kind of out there bidding against, I don't know if you're at the auctions and stuff, but I'm assuming it's mostly men out there. So how has it been to to compete in that arena?
3: Honestly, I love it, Kathy. I love it. And I attribute so much of where I'm at to you, truly, you've been an, an amazing role model for, I think, any woman that's in this industry. I mean, all we have to do is look to you and to be able to see what where we can go. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think as a woman, like, I'm I'm a mother, too. So it's like, I'm used to telling people what to do and, <laughs> and uh, having people follow my lead a little bit. And I think we're just intuitive um, people. And we work from, like, a heart perspective. And that's really helped me in business. So it's like, I'm equal parts tough. But then, you know, I, I also bring like the female perspective to it that I think, well, oh, it's helped my business and my relationships with my clients and and even the contractors.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so there's some contractors you've learned some tough lessons from. What what can you share with other women or anyone for that matter who's who's kind of starting their turnkey operations? Yeah, uh,
3: trust but verify for sure. You need to check people's backgrounds. Uh, you need to get references. You have to absolutely make sure that they have insurance, that they're adding you to their insurance. Um, Manage it tightly. I mean, we don't give out huge draws. We inspect all of the work that's being done. Um, You just have to be really detailed with your contracts, with your scopes of work, inspections, all of that.
1: I mean, that's true whether you're an investor or a, a flipper or whatever. Um, here we are in uh, Tampa. It's gorgeous. it's 80 degrees. You're in Cleveland. Tomorrow we have an event with over 200 real wealth network members coming to um, to buy property. basically, they want investment property, they want cash flow. How do you compete with Tampa? You know, it's been cold, it's been freezing. I know this is a tough question, but honestly, you know, like how do you compete with a market like this that we're, we're out here in flip-flops and tank tops and it's been a little bit cold in Cleveland. So like how, what, what do you tell investors like how do you compete with with Tampa? right? Um, well, I mean, you're, you're not typically investing
3: where you want to live. You're investing where it makes sense. So if you want cash flow, if you want inventory, if you want to be in a market that's showing appreciation, um, you might come to the Midwest. So I have a lot of properties available right now. We have tremendous deal flow. And in about four or five months, we will also have 80 degree weather. <laughs>
1: Okay. So then that's when we do our tours. (laughs) I actually love Cleveland. I've had such a uh, great property there that I think I bought through you, through the company that you're working for before. And it's just just been fantastic. But I bought when it was super cheap. Um, Prices have gone up a lot. I think maybe even doubled since I bought, possibly. So are there still deals in Cleveland? Uh, Yeah. I mean, is is the cash flow still obviously not as good as it was, but is it still better than other places? Yeah,
3: I think so. I mean... Like I said, one, we have inventory, two, I mean, traditionally we're selling single families at a minimum of an estimated eight cap, and those are in like B areas and they're fully remodeled. Um, obviously our multifamilies got even higher returns, cash on cash returns, and they're all in really solid areas, like places that you would live. You know, because the place that you bought was you know, very, very nice area. Um, City of Cleveland has had a 14% appreciation so we're in a lot of those areas where we're seeing extreme appreciation and still cash flowing, uh, where a lot of markets are down to six caps. You know, we're still really solid returns.
1: Okay, well that's that sounds like competition to me for sure. No, I love I love the Cleveland market. So it was really a rhetorical question. I already knew the answer. It's a great market and growing. Um, that a lot of people don't really understand some of the dynamics there. It's even become somewhat of a like a millennial magnet, right? Yeah,
3: in the top ten in the nation, actually top eight. For college-educated millennials, which is fantastic.
1: Wow! Yeah, incredible. All right. So, you know, one last question to just watch you grow. I know that Tim, our um, director of affiliates, he lives in Cleveland, so and he's a friend of yours, and he's really taken you under his wing. But um, it's been so cool to watch you grow as a business owner. What would you say to? Um, other women or anyone for that matter who would love to be a provider for Real Wealth Network, like how would they get started or how, how would they scale and get to a place where they could be on our stage? Uh, you know, the first place I went um, when I was asked
3: to do turnkey for you was to Cincinnati to see Missy, who's the only other female turnkey provider that I'm aware of that you work with. Um, I think you look to the people that are doing it. And I think everyone that's associated with your organization, just like today, they're so open and so willing to help. And I am one of those people as well. So if there's anyone out there that is interested in getting into the business, especially a especially a woman, I would love to help. And I know Missy would too.
1: Awesome. Okay, well, maybe that will be something we add on as a service, helping, helping companies grow um, so that, well, you know, I know our members would love to have more options, more markets. So if, if anyone wanted to figure out how to grow and scale, uh, just reach out to Tim at realwealthnetwork.com. All right, thanks, I guess we better get back in there. Thanks, All right, let's see, Dave, where's Dave? If you see Dave, send him over. You guys wanna do it? Yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. All right, so you guys, this is your first time being here at a Real Wealth Network event, or mastermind, we met at uh, the IMN conference. What are your thoughts so far, since you, this is kind of all new to you, the way we operate, who we are, and, and uh, the education?
4: Well, uh, my experience so far has been very great. I've been very impressed with um, the desire that everyone shows, the energy, the passion that it takes for people to come down here and share their ideas, and um, share things that's going on in their markets, different trends the commitment that it shows that they take in their professions. Um, I appreciate all of that um, because we put a lot of effort and energy into ours as well. So it's refreshing being around other professionals in the same field that are um, dedicated, um, care about their clients, want to share tips with each other as well as learn from each other, ways to run their business better. Um, So that's what has been impressive. That's what has been impressive. A fire truck and a bus. That's what's been impressive to me. Um, just the personalities of everybody, the 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 the, the goal, I guess. Everybody's um, goal is the same, and people share the information, and um, it feels like a group.
1: Yeah. Awesome. What about you? Any thoughts on first impressions?
4: So I I think
2: my first impression, Kathy, is that it's it's a lot more unified than I thought it was going to be coming in with affiliates who you would feel like would be your competitor, and then they're standing up in front of a group of people, and they're kind of giving you their secret sauce. Um, it makes you feel as gen- as generous about what you're doing. And I can see that like rising water raises all boats. So this is exactly one of those opportunities.
1: Awesome. Well, it, it's been a vision and a goal of mine for a long time because I felt like Real Wealth Network had the keys to the special sauce. Like you said, we, we have close relationships with all these affiliates across the country and we would know what you're doing well and know where you maybe need to grow. We, you know, we would do as much mentoring as we could, but how amazing that it turned into something where you're all mentoring each other. And so many times it's for free. I mean, some, some affiliates will go fly out to another person's market and spend the, the week there and learn. I mean, and then they'd open up all the, the files, you know, (laughs) just amazing. All right, so what's one uh, tip, one big thing that will change the way you guys do business?
4: Um, I think the marketing strategy as far as um, acquiring homes is something that is one of the things that we'll really take away from it. Um, Just expanding our strategies and our ways when it comes to acquisitions in order to make sure we're putting as many fishing poles in the water as we can. That's the one thing that I've really taken away from it.
1: Awesome. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks. Okay. All right, well, we got to get back into the room. We're excited for our event tomorrow where all 13 of our providers, we have 15, two couldn't be here, but 13 affiliates will be sharing about their markets and uh, where the best neighborhoods are, where the highest demand is, what kind of cash flow you can expect. And they have properties available for investors who are in the middle of 1031 exchanges. That's all tomorrow. That will all be on February 9th in Tampa. If you're listening to this after February 9th, sorry about that, but we will have another one soon. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I'm Kathy Petke, and this has been The Real Wealth Show. Bye-bye.